the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. At this time of the year when we are thinking about Jesus' first coming, His birth, Pastor Leighton is talking with us about what to look for before His second coming. Last week we began a study of Matthew chapter 24 and we did it for two reasons. Uh, The first reason is that the descriptions provided therein are not obscure in the least. They're very easy for us to understand. But the second reason was that these descriptions came from Jesus himself. We wanted to see what Jesus had to say about uh, the last times. And we're going to look a little bit more in part of our message today at what Jesus said. Lord, as we turn our attention to your word, we ask you, Lord, to be our teacher. We ask you to reveal the treasures that you have for us, the guidance, the knowledge. We ask you, Lord, to encourage our hearts, for we need this encouragement as we see things happening around us. And, and your word, Lord, gives us insight as to what's taking place and why and what it means. And so, Lord, we ask you to transform us by the power of your word and your spirit at work within us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to invite you to turn in your Bibles to Daniel chapter 12. Daniel chapter 12. If you're a visitor with us this morning, we're so very glad you're here. As a church family, we spend most of the calendar year going through a book of the Bible, such as the Gospel of John. But we're in the summer months. Our staff is on vacations. Our congregation's on vacations. And so sometimes we take a break. But uh, there's a particular reason for our study today, and that is that there are things happening around us in the world that uh, the Bible seems to talk about, and, and we, uh, we want to know what the Bible has to say about it. There's, there's a lot of things that are happening that are abnormal, uh, exceptional, that are beyond our control and influence. Uh, what we're seeing is not normal. Uh, things like American cities burning, riots in the streets, lawlessness, racial conflict, young people killed without reason, uh, the rise of Islamic radicalism, the realignment of nations, treaties that don't make any sense, Supreme Court decisions that contradict the identity of our nation, uh, the increase in frequency of, and magnitude of earthquakes and famines and pestilences. There's all kinds of things that are happening right now that are not normal. And uh, the Old Testament and the New Testament contain... Uh, uh, many passages that describe the, uh, the last days. Uh, some passages are more obscure than others. Uh, last week we began a study of Matthew chapter 24, and we did it for two reasons. Uh, the first reason is that the descriptions provided therein are not obscure in the least. They're very, very clear, very easy for us to understand. But the second reason was that these descriptions came from Jesus himself. We wanted to see what Jesus had to say about uh, the last times, and we're going to look a little bit more in part of our message today at what Jesus said. And we also took a few moments to look at uh, some of the descriptions that were provided by the Apostle Paul in 2 Timothy chapter 3 that described people in the last days, and we noted that there was a strong correlation with what was happening around us and around the world. 
Now, we began our study by establishing three basic fundamental foundations. The first foundational principle is that Jesus Christ is coming back. Jesus promised in John 14 that he would. And the second principle is that no one knows the day or the hour when he will return. Jesus made that clear in Matthew 24, 36. But Jesus also, and this is the third principle, let us know that we can and should know the season of his return in Mark chapter 13. And so he gave an example of the fig tree as uh, as, a, as an illustration that when we watch the fig tree and we see certain changes taking place in the fig tree, we know that there's a seasonal change, that the season of summer is coming. And so he says, look for these signs and you'll know that the season of my return is coming. We should be watching for the day of his return. Now, today we're going to look at a passage in the Old Testament that's not obscure, but very, very clear. It's found in Daniel chapter 12. And incidentally, uh, the prophecies of Daniel are often related to the prophecies of Revelation. And uh, we hope that uh, if it's possible and the Lord tarries, we might be able to take a look at some of the prophecies in Revelation when next we meet. I also want to remind you that uh, Bible Study Fellowship this year is going to begin a study of Revelation in depth. And so, women, we're going to have that class available here at the church on Monday nights. Men, uh, call the church office. We'll carpool to the nearest Bible Study Fellowship and uh, get into that study, the study of Revelation. Now, we're here in Daniel chapter 12, and if you have a translation that has paragraph headings, you might find something such as what is written in the English Standard Version, the time of the end. So Daniel here is describing or giving a description of events at the end of days. We're going to read from verse 12. At that time shall arise Michael, the great prince, who has charge of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never been since there was a nation till that time. Since there was a nation is a reference to after the uh, flood of Noah because there's no reference to any nation before the flood of Noah. But at that time your people shall be delivered, everyone whose name shall be found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. This is spoken of in the book of Revelation. And those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky above, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. So Daniel is told to seal the words up, seal the book up until the time of the end, And then he is given two signs, very clear signs, that are associated with the time of the end. That many shall run to and fro, and that knowledge shall increase. Let's look at money shall run to and fro. And and let's be reminded that when Daniel wrote this prophecy, that most people walked from place to place. Now, if you were wealthy, you might be able to afford a horse or a carriage, But uh, most people walked from place to place. And this was true for centuries and millennia before Daniel wrote this prophecy. And it was also true for centuries and millennia after Daniel wrote this prophecy. But a couple of hundred years ago, things began to change. Mankind developed the railway, the, the, the train that was able to carry people and goods over vast differences. And when the transcontinental railway was completed in 1869... A person could leave the east coast of the United States and travel across the United States in mere days. Now, what had previously taken weeks and months 
by horseback or covered wagon could now be accomplished in mere days. On December 17, 1903, the Wright brothers created an airplane. And within a decade, in World War I, airplanes were being used for reconnaissance and carrying the mail and combat. After World War I, there was a privileged few who were able to travel by Pan Am Clipper to the far reaches of the globe. But it was not until after World War II that regular airline passenger service became commonplace. And it was not until the 1970s with the charter airlines that the cost of travel had fallen sufficiently to allow a typical family to fly away for their vacation. Previous to that, most families, when vacation time, the family piled into the car and went as far as the car could take them. You know, this year, a few months ago, our church family thought little of sending a few dozen of our missionaries halfway around the globe to arrive in the middle of the jungles of Borneo just a day later. This kind of mobility has only been available to mankind in recent decades. Many shall run to and fro. Many shall run. Notice the word run. You know, throughout most of uh, human history, the pace of life was much slower. People didn't run unless they had to, like they were being chased by a beast or something like that. They would rise when the sun came up. They'd go about their work. They would conserve their strength. If they were in the hot uh, equatorial region, they might take a midday siesta. When the day was setting, they would uh, sit around by the fire or the fireplace and warm themselves and enjoy each other's company. They uh, averaged nine or ten hours of rest a night because there was no light bulb or televisions to keep them up. Well, today in Western civilization, I think I read a study a while back that revealed that the average night's sleep is now down to between six and seven hours. And we always seem to be running. Through my typical day, I run from appointment to appointment, and then I run home to grab a quick dinner before I run out for some evening event or some meeting. I'm always on the run, and many of you are too. Life is speeding up. Our world is speeding up. We're on a treadmill where there's no off switch, and someone keeps ratcheting up the speed. In his book entitled Margin... Dr. Richard Swenson wrote, All humans have physical, mental, emotional, and financial limits that are relatively fixed. Where we differ radically from our ancestors, and indeed even from our own recent past, is that suddenly, almost overnight, an entire new wave of social, technological, and economic experience has descended upon us. It is as if history sneezed, and we've all been thrown into a different trajectory. You know, historically, technological advances were rare. For many centuries, ships traveled the seas with square sails. That means that they can only be driven or pushed by the wind. They can only go where the wind pushed them. And it was not until about 1,000 A.D., about 1,000 years ago, that ships began using triangular sails that allowed them to sail into the wind. See, advances in technology were rare. Most people farmed the same way their parents had farmed and their parents before them. But that's no longer true. Technology is changing all the time. 
And technology is changing at a rate that is accelerating exponentially. Dr. Swenson provides a partial list of contributors that increase to the pace and stress of life, such as the speed of travel, the speed of communications, the power of computers, the information age, media pervasiveness and influence, technological advances, complexity, and the necessarily related specialization. One person can operate the x-ray machine but not fix it. Another person can fix it but not operate it. That's specialization. You're listening to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely, and he's taking us through a a series of conversations about uh, what to look for before Christ's return, those signs of the season, as he titled the series. And we'll continue throughout this week with the series. If you miss any of the broadcasts, you can listen again to them at our website, studyversebyverse.com. That's studyversebyverse.com. And, of course, Church of the Highlands, has a website at churchofthehighlands.org. All of the service times for uh, their uh, Sunday activities are there on the website, plus information about the upcoming Christmas Eve services. Again, the website is churchofthehighlands.org. Tell your friends about the broadcast, invite them to listen, and join us again tomorrow if you can, when Pastor Layton will once again open the Word of God and we will study verse by verse. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.